0: Welcome to CX today. My name is Charlie, I'm the senior editor here, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Carl Johnson, President and CEO of Lighthouse Works. Carl, thank you very much for joining us. How are you doing today?
1: Good morning, Charlie. And uh, well, it may not be so, so early for you over there, uh, but I'm doing great. Thank you so much for uh, having us on.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you on and appreciate you uh, you coming on early as well uh, to speak to us today. Um, and it's a very kind of interesting conversation this one we're going to be discussing kind of your project at lighthouse works to kind of create more career opportunities for the blind and visually impaired uh people and so i think it's a really great initiative but kind of before we get into that maybe the best place to start is by asking you kind of to tell us a little bit about lighthouse works and your uh, customer service operations
1: sure sure so why our founding organization is called lighthouse central florida actually and it is a our you know, been around in this community since 1976. Um, And essentially, if you're born visually impaired or blind or become so at any age, we're the organization that helps you live beyond those restrictions through vision rehabilitation, training, and education. Um, Doing that over the years, uh, we found that applying process technology and training can really level the playing field for, for people who are visually impaired or blind and living and learning. Uh, but we also recognize that um, for, for longer than I've been alive, seven out of 10 Americans who are blind are not in the workforce. Uh, this is the most highly educated disabled group on the planet. Um, and they have a lot of value. Um, some of them have college degrees, advanced degrees, ran their own business before they, they lost their ability to see. And so we needed to determine how do we create our own funding to serve our community uh, while also putting a dent in that seven out of ten statistic, so we created Lighthouse Works as a as a subsidiary nonprofit, a, a social enterprise company, and uh, not you know it is designed to to achieve a double bottom line: one, create competitive careers for people who are blind, while two, generating net redeployable revenue we can utilize to to enhance and expand how we're helping folks in the community and. Uh, you know, we started that about eleven years ago, and I don't mind sharing with you that we knocked around uh, for about eight years, really. I mean, we really seven eight years. We're just trying to figure it out. Our first two business lines were uh, a supply chain service, so packing, shipping, distribution, light assembly, um, and then our in our other first business was a contact center. So to put in the context, we had six call center agents when when I joined in twenty thirteen. I was in a different role um, and then when I stepped into the president CEO role in 2019, we had about 20 call center agents um, and then today and in part with the help of uh, technology uh, like Genesis and partners like Genesis, we've been able to, uh, I think we have somewhere in the ballpark of 550 agents over just 36 months. Um, so so that's that's where we're at. We created over a quarter of the new blind jobs in the U.S. last year, um, and we're, you know, we have much bigger plans than that.
0: Yeah, it's it's a great initiative, and it's, um, it's quite a staggering statistic that you gave there, kind of seven out of 10 uh, blind people in America kind of are unemployed. And as you say, there's some, there's some real good talent, uh, really great talent within there, highly educated, um, as you said, and that growth really is staggering. I mean, over that 36-month period. That's really, yeah, it's really, it's really great to hear. And you mentioned that, that you're starting now um, to leverage um, technology uh, with the help of Genesis um, to kind of create those, to create more career opportunities. Could you maybe give us a little bit of insight into how you're using that technology?
1: Uh, sure, so we, um, to make our business work, uh, our, so about 40% of our call center agents are typically sighted individuals. That should be put out there. Um, everything that we do with our customers starts with value, performance, and quality, period. If we can't establish that reliably and consistently, then the blindness really is a non-factor because they're not going to trust us with their business. Um, so we, in the past, you know, as we built, we were using a, a different telephony system, and it was sort of really good for where we were. Uh, but once we really had this tremendous growth, I mean, just explosion, and really driven by a tailwind created by the uh, the COVID pandemic, because uh, the two narrative, the narrative in the media, was no one wants to work," and we said, "you know what? We know a lot of people who want to work," and then uh, people, companies, or leaders who would not allow work from home had to. And then they saw that it could work. And so the the, the number one barrier to employment for individuals who are blind is transportation. And so we kind of created, took that elixir and it became an accelerant for our business. And as that happened, we really needed to up our game relative to telephony and software and all the technology involved in our business. And uh, we, we evaluated a lot of different uh potential partners and and really it came down to genesis and and a big part of that is uh, frankly their people you know but they've also been you know since since we've joined them we've had zero outages um you know they've been incredibly supportive they've gone above and beyond because i think they have adopted our mission and they've really been inspired and so we've had a lot of opportunities to to talk with them or or uh, about them and we're thrilled to do that um, the flexibility uh, that we that we uh, access through using a platform like Genesis is just critical. So, Charlie, if I may, I just wanted to kind of describe why that is in a way that's perhaps unique to any others who are running contact centers. Isn't that cool?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's absolutely great, and it's uh, it's it's yeah, amazing to hear kind of the uh, kind of how you have kind of leveraged the platform and all the benefits that it's. That it is bringing uh, bringing you, and I'd like to actually delve a bit deeper into kind of how you're leveraging the platform. But maybe that's yeah. first kind of set the picture of kind of the results that you've uh, achieved since kind of moving on from your previous telephony provider um, to to moving across to Genesis. Mm-hmm. What kind of what kind of changes have you seen?
1: Well, again, zero outages, literally mm-hmm. zero. Um, that that uptime has been critical for our, our customers. Um, yeah. I think um, also to again extremely responsive and adaptable so so we create actually middleware is what we call it we have a, a senior software developer who's blind and his protege now uh, who he's training is blind and so some aspects of the interface that are that our agents are having to utilize for on behalf of our customer are not accessible to a screen reader so if you just easy way to think of it is Uh, They have the computer speaking in this year, they've got, and they're reading, quote unquote, everything and navigating windows and doing all the things an agent needs to do, working through those workflows, only using a keyboard because they can't use a mouse, right? Um, And then they have the customer in this year. And the computer speech rate after folks doing this work for so long, uh, I like to say it's faster than the voice at the end of a car commercial, right? Like it's, I don't understand most of it. Because it's going so quickly, and but they're able to interpret that, interpret need, deliver great customer service, solve problems, record notes. Um, so our interface that we need uh, is is pretty unique in the business, and Genesis has been incredibly supportive with that. Um, the API integration has allowed, with Genesis, has allowed us to customize customize interfaces um, and increase productivity and accessibility. So that's been massive for us as well, um, to, and you know, another cool sort of byproduct of this is, you know, um, different markets that Genesis operates in require uh, a, a greater amount of accessibility uh, in order for them to do business. And so we went, we, we thought about it, how, how should we make our interface uh, streamlined? Uh, with that, with the thinking of mind of someone using JAWS, the screen reader, job Access with speech, and so basically, uh, we developed our own user interface, and that's 100% accessible, and and really streamlines the workflows for agents who are utilizing it with a screen reader. So it's custom, um, and uh, Genesis has been enthusiastic about us getting that user interface onto the App Foundry. So we're, we're hoping that we can get that on there soon out of beta testing and and uh, help others be more accessible and be able to hire people who may have varying needs as far as their interface.
0: Yeah, that's it's really great. And, and it's great to hear kind of that you're putting that onto the App Foundry. That's uh, That's amazing and that you've been able to kind of customize um, the solution so much. And as you say, also kind of use the screen readers and make it available for remote work because transportation, as you said earlier, was the main issue. Lots of really good stuff there. Um, Are there maybe any other kind of solutions that you're finding really helpful within the the platform? And could you give us a little bit of uh, info into how they're kind of helping this initiative?
1: Well, I will tell you uh, in full disclosure, Um, I have a team of people who are a lot smarter than me that that know a whole boatload about this product. Um, So I'm sort of limited there. Um, You know, I have a, you know, an understanding of uh, the value of the the API's that we have access to and things of that nature. But um, as far as I know, we are adding continually new modules. And they're utilizing those as we go, we when we switched to Genesis, we had a really huge uh, opportunity when it comes to uh, our data tracking and uh, just having that business intelligence accessible to us. And I know that that accessibility uh, of that data has been skyrocketing because of the tool. And um, so what I can say from a high level is there's nothing we've thrown at Genesis um, that they, that's, that spooked them or that they couldn't do. And they've done what they said they, d- they would do. And that's, that's really, if you boil it down, that's a critical piece, right? In business, you need a partner who's going to do what they say they do and step up. And so they listen. When we say, we give them feedback about some of the aspects that we're engaging with, with this unique workforce, uh, they want to hear it. They want to, you know, they've voiced, I think, from the top, you know, Tony Bates. That they want to be a fully accessible solution, and I think they're well on the way for that. But yeah, data reporting, things of those na- of that nature have been really enhanced for the team, and we've had to, in fact, because of the access, access to that, we've had to build the team out more, you know, and really add uh, business analysts and you know uh, folks that are crunching data and helping us make sure that we're we're not uh, incurring any waste. Uh, because, you know, again, for for the business uh, that and profitability, that's very important, but also on behalf of our customer. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. And I'm sure you have a lot on your plate as well, managing that huge expansion uh, that, you were, <laughs> that you were discussing earlier. So I think lots of really um, good stuff there. But as for my kind of final question now, I think it would be really good to kind of get your advice um, for the benefit of other maybe contact center um, leaders who are thinking, you know, there's a huge talent pool out there of, um, of people who, met, who aren't fully abled um, and they kind of maybe want to open themselves up to come become utilize, increase the accessibility sorry, of their systems so they can attract mm-hmm. that uh, vast pool of people. What advice would you give to them as they kind of look to set up uh, a, a similar project perhaps?
1: First thing I would say to them is thank you. Um, and, and secondly, I would say it's a very smart decision that you would be making. And, um, so, so what they could expect if they were to adopt this approach, is, are a few competitive advantages that are distinct and, and we derive them because our workforce is unique, um, not in spite of it. Uh, so I'll give you for instance, you know, it's, it's no mystery or no secret that in a customer contact center, oftentimes you're looking at 30, 50, 75% attrition. Among our blind colleagues, our attrition is below 4%. That's big. And, and among our sighted agents as well, it's below 10%. So um, that there's a something that's tough to pin down and measure, Charlie. But when it comes to company culture and the culture of our contact center, uh, we're seeing a real stickiness of the agent. Um, Likewise, one of the big buzzwords in the industry is empathetic listening. Um, You have people on the phones who are typically um, more experienced, uh, maybe have a higher level of education than an entry-level contact center agent, so out of the box. But these folks have been problem-solving perhaps their whole life uh, every day or since they've gone blind. They've got to figure out hacks and ways to do all the things that we're doing to, to be competitive in a sighted market. Um, so that the out of the box, organic, empathetic listening really is a huge factor there as well. And then, um, there's a, you know, going back to where we started with the seven out of 10 statistic. Um, I don't think it's inappropriate for me to say that a lot of my colleagues probably come to work with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. Because they breeze through phone interviews and then they show up with their white cane and everyone assumes they're incapable, and so uh, product quality, work, work quality is extremely, extremely important to them. So you have uh, agents who are working that it means more to them than just a paycheck. Uh, so those things they can, uh, you know, we are available with any company out there uh, in your uh, viewership says, Hey, how can I do this? We're happy to talk to you about that. Um, Resource share, you know, tell you the good, the bad and the ugly. We're happy to do that. I don't want to paint some picture that it's easy street. You know, we, uh, you know, people are people. So people who are blind are just people and you have people all over the spectrum. Right. Um, But the benefits to them, to society, to your community, to your company culture, and to your business bottom line is certainly certainly there.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and that's quite clear to see from those uh, eye, eye-opening statistics that you gave, especially around agent attrition, and even with kind of cited agents, as you said, around ten percent—that is kind of staggeringly low <laughs> for this industry. So maybe that's uh, that's maybe a topic for another time. Sure. Uh, but Carl, it's been a, it's been an inspiring conversation, so I really appreciate you coming on uh to join us today so yeah thank you very much
1: charlie uh, thank you so much and thanks for shining a light on what we're doing and and uh and our partner genesis we wouldn't be here without yeah. him
0: <laughs> absolutely yeah so as i said really great conversation today and uh, thank you and thanks to all our viewers for watching bye for now